You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. With the free agent sign, the Knicks get their man. New York has agreed to a four-year $50 million contract with Warriors guard Dante DiVincenzo. The team had been linked to the former Villanova star for months, and now he joins his fellow Wildcats, Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart, who, by the way, also agreed to opt in to his player option for this year at $12.9 million. So Hart opts in to the $12.9 million. An extension, I think, would be expected at some point in time. That's not been announced yet, but Hart opts in, allowing for DiVincenzo to sign for the full mid-level, you know, once Obi Toppin was traded, which we'll get to that in a second. Um, DiVincenzo averaging 9.4 points a game, shot a career best 39.7% from three while playing with the Warriors last season. So we've talked a bunch about should they get him? Will they get him? Why do they want him? Now that Dante Tevin DiVincenzo is on his way to New York, just Tommy, explain to the audience, what are the Knicks getting in DiVincenzo? Yeah, we'll talk about how it impacts, you know, I think it's important to talk about the moves in conjunction because I think um, obviously the, the Knicks front office isn't going to speak to the media. But if they did, let's say in a hypothetical world where, you know, front office executives kind of explain what they're thinking, my sense is that they would say, you know, and we'll talk about the old thing in a second, how they got basically peanuts back for the former number eight overall pick. They would say, don't look at it as just two second round picks we got for OB. We got two second-round picks and the ability to sign DiVincenzo. Even though they're not directly related in terms of creating cap space, it's keeping it under the apron and and the luxury tax line, et cetera. Um, So for that reason – It's kind of similar to last year when they had all those trades on the the draft. And people were like, you know, we don't got a first-round pick. And they're like, hey, this money cannot be used to spend on Brunson, to spend on Hartenstein. So, like, don't think about it. We lost – First round piece for nothing. We we got two free agents that were going to be valuable to the team. Exactly, exactly, and that's like you know you just think oh we gave away a first round pick and, and it don't have anything to show for it except some future protected picks, which is ridiculous. Um, but they used the money to you know obviously that was a part of signing Jalen Brunson. It wasn't solely responsible for it, um, but it it played a part in in the whole thing. So, Dichenzo, we'll talk about Dichenzo first. Um, the Knicks are better because. They have Dante DiVincenzo as part of their lineup. Like he's a player that a lot of teams wanted. Um, can hurt you from from deep. Good three point shooter. Shot forty percent from three last season. Um, wasn't great, um, you know, in, in his first couple of years in Milwaukee. Um, but obviously, you see the mechanics, the, the, the shot distance. You know, he's capable of shooting from 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 a pretty deep range. Um, tack you off the dribble if you close out too hard. Um, very good rebounder for a guard with tension a bit. 
important. Um, uh, so high rebound rate, high steal rate, top 15 in steals in the NBA. Um, versatile, can guard point guard, shooting guard, some of the smaller threes in the NBA. Um, so there's a lot that he can do. Um, and so you know, bringing that to the table. Also, I think it's important to note, Josh Hart and Jim Brunson co-sign you, like if they're if, if they speak for you and they know him better than than you know than, than the vast majority of players having spent so much time around him and they wouldn't bring yeah. him in if he was a knucklehead they wouldn't ask management you know obviously management the first thing they're going to ask when they're thinking about some player is anybody if you had had you played with him in a previous stop did you coach for a coach who had coached him um, it's a right. small you know small little the NBA is a small little fraternity so your reputation you know looms large and there's a reason Christian Wood is. Uh, un- currently unsigned, you know, when if we talk about backup power forward, you know, potentially. Um, there's a reason why DeMarcus Cousins couldn't get a, another in the in Puerto Rico, despite being an incredibly skilled player. I mean, there's there's reasons for all this stuff. Um, so I say that to say the fact that um, that the, the Knicks, really, the heart and soul of the Knicks, Jalen Brunson and, and now Hart, um, you know, that they have a familiarity and are comfortable and obviously, you know, um, fought for, you know, want the Knicks to sign him. It says a lot about his preparation, professional, all that good stuff, um, that, that a lot of the stuff that, that the Knicks, you know, uh, that Knicks fans are optimistic about going forward, that that stuff that they bring to the table, DiVincenzo will bring the same type of competitors. The one thing about DiVincenzo that, that I want to mention that, you know, going back mm-hmm. to his draft day, he have to play at that. Uh, a lot of players skip the combine altogether, and even those yeah. scrimmages. This is not, uh, this is an opportunity for me to show that I can play. And any two, any time I have an opportunity to play basketball and do that, some of the other that had always stuck with me, even DiVincenzo, and I think that kind of speaks this headed to what they had. Yeah, and going back to that draft, remember he 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 was the most uh, outstanding player in the Final Four. He played spectacularly during that tournament, and that really rose his stock to being a first round pick. So again, he could have just rested on his laurels of that performance in the tournament. And said, "All right, I'm good. I don't got to do any more." But then, yes, like you said, he went to that combine, played exceptionally well, scrimmage, and that allowed him to kind of even get higher in the first round than I think maybe people thought initially, especially prior to that tournament run. So, Divincenzo, I mean, to me you're getting a Tibbs like dream. Like this is the kind of guy Tibbs wants a guy who's hard nosed, a guy who plays a hundred percent at all times. Um, a guy who, who, who is unselfish, uh, a guy who it doesn't matter if he scores two points, he'll still play hard. If he scores 20, he'll still play hard. Like in many ways, this feels like a kind of nod to Tibbs saying, okay, you, you did a good job last year. This is a guy who can help you. This is a guy I know you'll play. Here's Dante DiVincenzo. Figure it out. Like, you know, the Knicks haven't quite always done that. Like, you know, they gave him Cam Reddish. And this is guy, yeah. not a guy that Tom Thibodeau wanted anything to do with. And, you know, this time around, this feels somewhat like that. You know, this is a guy who can help. They're not just doing this for Tibbs. But I think the fact that they looked at this player and said, Tibbs would love to have a guy at this who's, who could defend multiple positions, who plays hard, who rebounds the ball the way he does. Um, and can hit the open three. It, it, that was that was the kind of guy they, that, that Tiz would love. So uh, DiVincenzo comes in. I think for me, the key will be uh, how he shoots. Um, he shot the ball really well last year. Um, he's been a little bit of a, I would say, streaky shooter, a little inconsistent shooter for uh, parts of his career, some of that due to injury. Um, he's definitely improved as a shooter. This was the best year as a shooter, period, um, playing for the Golden State Warriors. So you hope that he can replicate that performance. And that wasn't due to playing with 
other guys like Steph and Clay and some of the opportunities you get playing with those guys. The one thing, though, to be clear about Dante DiVincenzo is he started a lot of games for the Warriors because of those injuries, um, and he played pretty well stepping in for those guys. I thought he played pretty well in that playoff series against the Lakers, even though they lost as a team and they didn't play well as a team. I didn't think that he was one of the problems. So uh, the Knicks are getting a good player. I don't know if he's necessarily the perfect fit for like what I think they need per se. Like I think um, we now know they need a back of four. Uh, I also think that they needed probably a guy who was a, a more of a, a true sniper, you know, not necessarily one in Max Schroes, like a Max Schroes, Duncan Robinson type, like, I think they needed a guy like that. I don't know if Defen Genzo is that kind of player. Well, I don't think he is, in fact. So not necessarily, okay, the guy that I absolutely would have dreamed to have in terms of where you're spending that mid-level exception, but you got to give money to the guys that are available. And uh, to get Dante DiVincenzo, that's not too bad. So um, so, so I get it. I understand it. Uh, now I'll be curious to see. I'm curious what you think about how this rotation works. Um, Obi Toppin's out of it now. He's not on the team. And you add a guard, so that kind of makes things weird, assuming we're still staying with nine men. So how do you think Dr. T. DiVincenzo fits with uh, how they're going to play this this team next year? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, as we kind of start to wrap in the the OB piece of this, obviously they happened in the same day, so it would make sense to talk about. It. And the thinking was, would the use full mid level exception? And and Divincenzo got slightly less than the mid level, like right, right around eleven point five. Um, Knicks will have a, about a million left of that, that level they can use if one of the two way players actually shows out in Vegas. Uh, they can sign yeah. one of their rookies to a contract, um, so it gives them a little flexibility. Um, would they the guy that they would they use that mid-level exception um if they weren't if this player wasn't guaranteed a rotation you know Tibbs likes to play nine guys so the thinking was they would ship out one of the rotation players if they're going to bring in a, a mid-level guy now Vincenzo the talk was so what does that mean for Grimes and or IQ um, maybe they're not comfortable giving IQ the full, you know, uh, four for 80, four for 100, wherever he right. somewhere in that area that we've discussed um, that they would kind of seek out a trade in that direction um, if they brought in DiVincenzo. A- as it turns out, Obi was the odd man out, um, never fit. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but so it seems for the moment, obviously, the Knicks may not be done. Um, you know, with, with kind of reshaping of their roster, tweaking their roster uh, over the summer. Uh, Fred Katz, the Athletic, had a report that they're potentially pitching teams on a combination of young players and great old stuff that we've kind of discussed. They're keeping the ear to the street. Um, obviously, you know, outside of the big names, the Embiid's, the Dantages, uh, honest, the guys that they're going to keep an eye on, but that would be franchise altering. Um, you know, they're the, the lesser, even star level players like Paul George, sounds like they kicked tired, asking price was too high. They'll, they'll move on and obviously um, see what else is out there. But it sounds like as of now, they're content to go into the regular season with Josh Hart as their backup four. Um, you know, we know Hart's a great rebounder, but that carries with it a certain amount of risk. 
um, is it a good idea to have him play 80 plus games against you know some bigger, stronger opponents when his advantage was overpowering smaller, small forwards? Those are the conversations that we'll have.